stand still It's like I'm the last of the real It's like I'm the last of the real I said Olive's gonna be there So I mean I don't know I just don't like Olive's It's never been You're a big foodie though I am a big foodie Yeah and I've made a lot of my friends foodies Because I've see, I seen that list that you made Of all the best places Those aren't Everyone thinks those are the best places in London Those are um, places I want to try Mm. I haven't done a list of uh, best places and like, it'll be fucking long though. What's um what's Polish food like? <laughs> I like Polish food. I feel like Polish food isn't necessarily for everyone though. Like I feel like it's one of those foods you probably have had to grow up on it. What's like what's like the main dish? Pierogi. Is that oh, okay, you're right. Yeah. Or uh kotlets habovi and mashed potato and and coleslaw. Polish coleslaw is very different. We have loads of different coleslaws and uh kotlets habovi is um Cutlet. Have you, do you know what cutlet is? Like a, um, it's like a. So the original one is pork. It'll be like a piece of pork, and it's mashed down, yeah, and then yeah. you bread it, like you put it in like a bread thingy. But the one I like, I like chicken one. I don't like pork, so it's like a chicken breast mashed up, and then it's like, yeah, it's just breaded around, and then you eat it with mashed potato and coleslaw. It slaps. It's nice. Yeah, it's like a schnitzel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Schnitzel, but better than a schnitzel. Yeah. That is a funny word. Schnitzel's hilarious. You I know what I think word it's fun, funny? Plum. Why? Plum. Because it's just plum. I think it reminds me of bum as well. I'm like bum, plum. Bum, plum. I used to think apricot was hilarious. And I used to call my brother apricot. Like my brother was like a two-year-old child and I wouldn't call him by his name. He'd walk behind me. I'd be like, come here, apricot. I find catharsis a funny word. That's a bit deep. I don't know if that's catharsis. funny. It's a bit dramatic. <laughs> catharsis. No, inconvenience is difficult to spell. No, I saw someone uh, crying on TikTok the other day being like, why does the word receipt have the P in it? I saw <laughs> that. Was that it that doesn't girl? make yeah. any sense. Receipt. Claudia, how are you? Thank you so much for coming on. I'm good. Thanks recording. for having me. I appreciate you for coming on. How are you? What's good? What's bothering you? Tell me. What's, what's annoying you right now? Um, The weather. Mm. The weather. I don't like the weather. And everyone's like, oh my God, like we're getting heat in, like we're getting the sun in October. We are dying <laughs> that's what's <laughs> happening the, the pollution is just taking over and there was one day during the week where i was like i wore a coat and then by 1 p.m the sun was out it was looking like mexico no because we went from in the same week we went from what like 22 degrees to a low of two degrees how the hell does that make sense oh, yeah that's true bastards i don't like it everyone's like oh pink skies i'm like that is air pollution that is what that is. It looks beautiful, but it's not nice. Yesterday, me and my friend were talking about it and he was like, just live in the moment, Claudia. Just enjoy the heat. And I was like, oh, what happens when it's, ice but no, But it's like disgusting heat. That's what I'm saying. It's I've nice. said this before. Do you know, I can hack maybe 40, 50 degrees in Dubai. Yeah. But if it's 40, 50 degrees here, I'm, I can't bro, trust, bro, trust me. It's different. It is different. No, 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 no. I, I went to Egypt and it was like 40 degrees when I went. That was fine. I can handle it because that country is equipped for the heat. They have pools, they have air conditioning, they have all of these different things that cool the country down. Here, you don't have that. We're not equipped for the cold. When it snows, we shut everything down. We're like, oh my God, close the roads, the snow. When it's too hot, we're like, yeah, everyone stay at home. We've got a heat wave and it's only like 25 degrees. It doesn't make because we don't have air conditioning. We don't have like what what's the only rooftop pool you know in London? Soho House. Would you say you're a approachable person? I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? I last think time I, I, am. I think last time I saw you was that that kick game event, and then Mariah, some Turkish girl was like, "Go get her on the pod." The and I was like, I don't know, man. She's in that element right now. Sneaker fest, the yeah, one where I was yeah. hosting the sh the event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you should just come up to me. People were talking to me nonstop. I would have spoken to you and I'd probably been like, and in the next twenty minutes, we've got. Da -da -da. But yeah, no, I feel like I'm pretty approachable. Unless yeah. I've got, do you know what? 
No, I'm approachable. I think I am. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I come off across intimidating, or I used to. I can't anymore. I was, I was telling him that I'm like, Claudia does look intimidating. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've, yeah. I do come across quite intimidating, but I feel like it used to be worse before I did what I do now. Like, because now I have to get used to like little kids coming up to me for pictures. And so, I used to stand there and just be like, so I'd what? ask you, I'd be like, why are you staring at me? So, and now people stare at me. I can't ask that. Do you know what I mean? I'd be like, why are you looking at me, bruv? <laughs> now they're just like, oh, I love your content. I'm like, oh. Oh, Wait, so early days when, when she so started popping much. off, a kid will come up to me like, "Oh, can I take it first? I like, fuck off. No, 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 no. <laughs> there was actually a time here yeah, when I first started out. I went to Central, and this was like when I blew up because of the North London, South London video. So loads of little yeah. kids used to try beef me about the South London thing, right? Yeah. And they just be rude, and I didn't realize that even though they might be rude on my TikTok, they'll be nice in real life, and mm. it's just the way they are. And I went to a Heady One thing with Link Up TV at Flannels. Mm. And I was waiting outside for my cameraman and these this group of like four teenagers, they were maybe like 13, 14, walked past me and they were like staring at me intensely. And then they stopped and they were discussing something. My head said, yeah, I was like, they're going to bang me. <laughs> I, was like, they're gonna, I was like, they're plotting to punch me in my face. So I called my girl and I was like, bro, I was like, I think these little kids are plotting to either snatch my phone yeah. or bang me in my face. So I'm just like, let me just get ahead of this. So I go up to them and I'm like, are you lots all right? Like, what's your problem? And they were like, we just wanted to ask for a picture. And I was so, I'm so sorry. I was like, of course you can have a picture. I was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, I'm just not used to it yet. I felt so bad afterwards. They looked so scared of me. I said it's probably the tattoos because you've got fucking shit tons of tattoos. Yeah. Why? I just love them. I love them. I think they, I, and do you know what? I think it's because I've not gotten to a point yet where I've looked at one and been like, I've been getting them since I was like 16. I'm now 25. Oof. So I've not got one where I look at it and I'm like, oh, I regret this. I'm no. kind of all right with them, so I like them. I think they give well, me personality. What was the like, most I could, one? I'm the worst person to ask about pain because I've sleep through most of my tattoos. Really? Yeah, I've got my vagina pierced. That didn't hurt. Is it pierced right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just did it for the time and then took it out after like a month. No, I'm joking. It is. It is. I don't know, man. I don't know about tattoos because I got. I've, I've said this before, and I got. I can't. I got phobia of needles and shit. I can't do that. See, I think that's what I, I was always weird kid. Like, you know, when you used to go in for injections in like secondary yeah, school, no, primary school, me. I'd be there, like, yeah, go on. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. I'd look at it, I'd be like, yeah. And I'd walk out, I'd be like, I looked at it, I watched it. And you get girls that are like, oh, I used to have a girl, every time we had injections, she'd just go home. I was just like, babes, if you get sick, don't come anywhere near me. Yeah, go on. I was going to say, I think my biggest, my favorite thing about tattoos is the fact that like I could wear the simplest of outfits. And it looks like I'm wearing the sickest outfit because my tattoos mm. just add to it. So I'm just like, it adds a little something, something to it. Yeah, but it does. It is at a point now though where like if I get a tattoo or I'm wearing an outfit and I don't think you can see enough of my tattoos, I'm going to change outfits because I'm like, no, you can't see enough. I need people to know I'm tatted. I, I wanted to ask you. See, like with like Arabs and Asians, there they're like their parents are quite strict when it comes to like marriage and whatnot, right? Yeah. They're like, oh, uh, uh, when, when are you going to find your next wife? Or you know, at an early age, they're like, oh, are you going to find your woman and whatnot? What's like a typical Polish parent like? Well, if they're not racist. Yeah. <laughs> which luckily my mum is not. Um, I don't know. Do you know what? I don't think I have a typical Polish parent. I think my mum's quite... She's quite... I don't want to say that. She's quite a cool mum. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. even coming from... Even when we were in Poland, my mum was a bit more laid back and just a bit more chill. So I don't want to say she's a typical Polish mum. But... Um, yeah, my mum's not 
I'd, they would be against tattoos, against smoking weed. Uh, the so, one thing I will say, though, so pretty much everything I do, no go. Like when I go to Poland, really? my granddad believes that my tattoos are temporary. Uh, my family have convinced him that my piercings are magnets. <laughs> and they still... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like one time he tried to pull my belly piercing out. And I was like, no. Well, I was, and I. The thing is, because I don't sugarcoat it. I don't. I'm not ashamed of the way I am in it. So like my granddad, they were like, it's a magnet. No, I was like, who the hell told you it's a magnet? Because they tell him this, but they won't tell me it. Yeah. So yeah they were. Yeah. I was like, who the hell told you it's a magnet? I was. Like, I've had this for like three years. And he just started screaming, and I looked at him. I was like, you need to chill out. I was like, you need to just chill out. I was like, I was like, you need to chill out. You think like you think they wouldn't mind? No, they care. They care. My mum couldn't really ever say anything about tattoos because she had like four when I first started getting one. So I was just like, you can't say anything. But she was like, I'm an adult. I was like, I don't care. Don't care. I'm making adult decisions. But yeah, no. I think the biggest thing that probably my mum's... Oh, two things that I think my mum has of a Polish mum, two traits, is one, Polish parents are very hard at like telling you they're proud of you or like showing open uh, affection, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, so like, yeah. I've always been a very smart kid. Like I've always bought home straight A's and stuff like that. And I think it was, it wasn't until I was in, I finished my master's. I turned around to my mum. I was like, you, I was like, you've never said you're proud of me. You know, I was like, I've got two degrees. I never have the words. I'm so proud of you come out of your mouth. And then since then, she's tried to make it her mission to be more like that. But like, say I come home with a, a star, right. And I got 88 out of 90 marks. I'd come home and she'd be like, why didn't you get 90? Yeah, yeah. So it wouldn't be like a, oh my God, well done. I'd be like, oh, the highest in the class. She'd be like, yeah, but why didn't you get 90? You could do better. Yeah, yeah, And like, don't get me wrong. It made me push myself harder. But sometimes I just wanted you just to give me a pat on the back and tell me I'm doing well. Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Oh, that's so, oh, that's hurtful. Yeah, no, it was, uh, I have, so my bachelor's is in multimedia journalism and then my master's is PR, advertising and marketing. And then that brings me on to my second point. I don't think the kind of work that I do, mm. Polish parents understand. Like my mum still to this day, I don't think she understands. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. She appreciates the fact that I make the most money in the family <laughs> and that I'm famous now because people message her about her daughter. <laughs> but um, she, for example, like when I'm at home, a lot of my work relies me being at home, right? It's just mm. me working from my laptop, replying mm. to emails, doing admin stuff, this, that, and the other. She'll call me and she'll be like, can you do the washing? Can you do the dishes? Can you do this? Can you do that? And I'm like, I'm working. And she's like, yeah, but you're at home. And I'm like... Yeah, yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It doesn't mean that anything yeah. that I'm at home. Like, it's partially why I tend to go into the office most of the time. Yeah. So I went here and you know that's see, like they assume you're not working. True, yeah. They assume you're not working, and the joy is, and they assume that anything you're doing at home isn't as it's not important. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what doesn't help me though? I'll like split screen my laptop, so like one side will be Netflix yeah. and then the other one will be me working. And she'll come in and she'll be like, "You fucking serious?" And I'm like, "Hey." I can multitask. Yeah, I don't know about yeah, you, yeah, but yeah. I can multitask. But yeah, I think those are probably like the only two things. The the not being proud, it hurt me for a long time. Like when, mm. I remember when I turned around, it was when we were at my master's graduation and like everyone was there with like their parents buying them flowers and all these different things. And I just looked at my mum and she was on her phone and I was like, mum. No. I was like, I was like, you know, I was like, you know, you never say you're proud of me. And I just started crying. And then I was just like, it really means that. And then she went and bought a me a bottle of champagne, and I was just like, "I don't want this." I was like, "It's because I've told you this now. Like, I don't want your stupid champagne. Like, I just want you to genuinely be proud of me." And she was like, "I am proud of you, but like, I just don't feel the need to say it to you." And I'm like, "But then Why I think is it I'm so doing difficult shit for them? all the time." I don't know. I think it's just like the whole thing of 
affection. Do you know what I mean? I feel like a lot of some cultures are able to kind of merge the mother-daughter relationship and make it a bit more mm. like friendship, make it a bit more platonic where you can relate on certain things with each yeah, other. Whereas yeah. I feel like in Polish culture, it's very like, I'm the parent, I'm your elder and you are my daughter, you are my yeah. child. Yeah, like my mum tries it's to- It's true, they just, they, they, they like leave you to it, right? And go on your own journey. When you do wrong, you're getting all the talk, but you do something right, it's like you could have done better though. Like, you know, my parents didn't even tell me about puberty, nothing. They didn't tell me about protection, nothing, nothing. Do you know what? I kind of forced my mum to have that conversation with me because I started watching porn really young. <laughs> like I kept watching. Do you know what it is? Basically, Polish, I used to, because when I first came over, I'd still be on like Polish websites, right? And Polish gaming sites Polish where you could have like mini clip games, right? <laughs> oh, they yeah, used to have an erotic section. Yeah. It would be like, you'd have all the different like action games, puzzle games, da, 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 and then it would be erotic right at the bottom. Yeah. I didn't know what erotic meant so i'd be like yes yeah, safe clicked it and it went from like sex games to me watching but i didn't know what it was though do you know what i mean i was just it'd be like oh do you want to put this in the woman or this or that i'd be like oh let's try that like <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd be like let's try that like fuck it like and then my mum obviously she we had a shared laptop right so yeah. my mum would check the history of the laptop and then I, I was like seven bro I was like seven eight yeah. like I was young and so my mum obviously like she kept telling me off for playing these games she kept telling me off and I just kept doing it because the more she told me off I was like oh clearly this is fun yeah, like yeah. so I kept going back kept going back and she just turned around one day and was like we need to talk about sex like and I, I think the conclusion I came <laughs> out with time. is if girls like anal they're lesbians that's I was just like yeah because I asked so many things because obviously I played sex games right so I was like yeah. why do you put it in the bum I was like why do you do this my mum was just sat there she was like what the fuck she thought she was just gonna have to tell me how babies are made and I was just there like you, ha you must have had so many questions I had so many like so many but then do you know what's so funny i think that whole conversation put me off so so bad that i didn't lose my virginity till i was 18. yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, i was yeah. just like mm, this is God, scary yeah. this is too much information <laughs> i was like no 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 uh but but when he did at 18 was it kind of i'm not gonna get into detail but when he did at 18 was it did you kind of have a flashback and think oh my god remember that time remember what you No, did. i was in pain i didn't yeah. have time to flashback nowhere i was just like Fuck <laughs> and the guy who i lost my virginity to as well we'd been trying for like because we'd been seeing each other we'd mm. been trying for like weeks at this point yeah but every time i just get too nervous and just be like oh, no it's not yeah, yeah. and then i think one day i remember being in uh, i was in sixth form at the time i was in college and i'm better telling my girl i'm like bro like, i'm fed up like i just want to have sex like mm. i just want it to work and she's like, Claudia, you're overthinking it. I was like, no, fuck this. I was like, I'm just not going to have sex. Overthinking does it. have an impact. It did. I stopped thinking about it. I was just like, whatever. And then it happened. I just hit my nail on the table and it really hurts. That's okay. I see you got hella long nails. How do you even... I've been getting them done for like 12 years now. I'm used to it. Sometimes though, when like my nail will fall off here, mm. I'll think, I think that's the length of my finger, right? Because it adds like a whole section so like if this nail falls off i want to itch my face i'll stop like here and i'm like this because the nail's missing and i'm like why can't i reach my face and then i realize it's because the nail's off but yeah no but then my brother right my brother's now about to be 16 she still hasn't had a conversation with him and he's got a girlfriend and i'm like mother but see boys is different yeah i don't think she wants to have that conversation with him because he's a boy so i sat him down and i was like I'll have the conversation with you. No, what, and he was like, "What did you tell him?" I didn't. I didn't. I said I just to him, "Show the mini clip." No, no, no. no. Play this, <laughs> play this like, game, and then come back to him after this ten is, minutes. This is how I learn. You learn this way. No, um, I said to him, "I was like, if you want to have the conversation with me, 
then I'll have the conversation with you. I'm not just going to sit him down and be like, oh, because that's just bare awkward. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I'm his sister and there's a 10, 10 year gap between us. Like, so, but I do, okay. like, my brother's quite wise, I think, because he's had me as, bro, because I was like really politically and like socially involved. Anything my brother's any, ever done wrong, I've like been like, no. Be like, you can't do that. You can't say that. You do this. You treat women like this. If anything happens, mm -hmm. this, that, and the other. I remember one time he um, came home and said that one of his friends called someone else in their school a P-A-K-I. And I was like, no. I was like, you're not friends with that guy anymore. I was like, you don't get to call anyone that. No one gets to call you any racial slurs. Yeah, da -da -da. Yeah, yeah. And since then, my brother is an absolute genius when it comes to that stuff. So I know he's not stupid. Like, even the other day, I was talking to him and I was like, oh, like, do you want to, like... I need to have this conversation with you if you're planning to have sex with my girlfriend. I mean, yeah. And he was just like, "Oh, um, he was like, I don't want to do it until you and Mum have met her. Like, it's not something." I was just like, "Really?" I was like, "You are an angel." I was like, "You are." Angel. I love my brother. So when he okay, so he was like, "Okay, cool." When 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 I do get around to doing it, yeah, then I'll see. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. I met her. That's nice. What's she like? Her. She's lovely. Love her. Love really? her to She's Brazilian as well. Love a Brazilian. To be honest though, I don't think he wanted me to meet her, but at my, he goes to my old secondary school and my old secondary school invites me for workshops all the time. So I did the careers workshop for his, for his year. Yeah, that's so cute. And like, I, I was sat there and he came because he, he loves bragging to his friends that I am who I am because they all want pictures of him. So I sit there and I'm like, he sits down next to me and I'm there for like five minutes. I'm like, fuck. I was like, your girlfriend's here, innit? And he was like, oh, I thought you would have realised. I was like, bring her here right now right now she was bare nervous to meet me but she's lovely she's so sweet young love though i'm convinced he's gonna get married before i do which is quite embarrassing you're not in a relationship now are you no how comes no uh the last relationship i was in was very abusive and toxic and just Ooh. a mess and i think as much as i'm over the relationship i think it's left me with commitment issues that like i don't realize i have if that makes sense like i've mm. talked to a guy and once I realise, I'm like, well, I actually kind of like him. I start look for, looking for something so I don't have to like him anymore. I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was talking to a guy and he asked me to bill it. And I was like, yeah, we can't talk to each other ever again. What? Yeah, I was like, why am I billing your spliffs? You're meant to bill mine. Oh, Hey, 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 hey. No, don't get me wrong. Nine times out of 10, I'll bill my own spliff. But like, you as a man should not be asking me to bill your spliff. And do you know what? It wasn't... Okay, let me give you context. It wasn't that he asked me to bill it because he was doing something else. He asked me to bill it because he couldn't. Oh, he didn't know how to bill it. That's long. That's long. That's long. Hey, hey, come on. Like, what's wrong with a guy not knowing how to bill a spliff? Because you, you, you can't bill. Don't smoke. Your girl saying, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. See your point, though. Also, Whoa. you're going to a girl who, like... <laughs> <laughs> Top sent to me recently. It says, suck your mum, but the M is a McDonald's M. That's a banging top. Mm. That's a banging top. I would want to do. I would want to wear that. Do you know what? <laughs> Anytime I don't want anyone to talk to me, I might just wear that top. I feel like that's a clear sign, right? You already look intimidating as it is. Like don't say that because that means I might be putting people off from approaching me for jobs because I look scary. Even my friends yesterday, they were saying they were like, "Claudia, you're quite intimidating." I was like, "Your guys you do look intimidating." I was like, "We're in a car together. First of all, I'm the shortest person in this car. <laughs> so how am I the one that's intimidating? You know, people think that I'm five foot three. In pictures, are you, you taking a piss? She's five foot three. I'm five six and a half. No way. Or five seven, five six, five seven. I'm one of the two. I always. But when we were outside, you did look oh quite my God. tall. 
This is what I'm quite. I'm not short for a girl. My Wikipedia page says I'm five foot three. Wikipedia page on the If I looked it up, <laughs> I wonder what people put for me. No, do you know what? Someone, my mum sent it to me. She was like, Claudia, apparently you're worth this much because it says my net worth in it. She was like, apparently you're worth this much. I was like, what? So rent's going up. I was like, mm, sorry, mum. Was it accurate? No. No, what? not at the time. Now it would be, but not at the time. What did it say? 400k. You're worth 400k now? Apparently. Ugh. What's your surname? Fior, F-I-O-R. Oh, I just heard myself. I spelt it. Did you not just hear me? So, so rapid. Even Freddy Igloo Oscar Romeo. That's a nice name. Fior. My parents Italian. My surname's Italian. You do. Do you know You can pass as Italian, Turkish... Portuguese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. get all these different things. Really? Someone's even argued with me one time saying that I'm mixed race. I was like, okay. Whoa. I'm just racially ambiguous, I think. Someone That's one time thought I was Filipino. I was like, this, I've never heard that before in my never life. Heard that. Do you know what? When I went to Mexico, a lot of Mexican people looked like Filipino people. And I didn't understand. I was—I just kept thinking. I was like, "These people are Filipino." I was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> and then I asked someone, and they said that it's—it's—I don't quote me on it, but it's something to do with like their indigenous backgrounds and stuff mm. like that. They have quite close relations. I was like, "Okay, so I'm not actually bugging." I was like, "I'm not bugging." Do you know what? Though Mexico, I was the tallest person there. We went clubbing once, guys. <gasps> how can I stand? Because so, I was sat down right the yeah. whole time. I stood up in the club. I could see over everyone, <laughs> over every. Not a single were, person could even was, look um, me in the eye. And I was like, yeah, you're taking the piss. You were the Willy Wonka of their land. No, 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 no. The Willy Wonka <laughs> yeah, we was my this. friend. We had we had two girls that were five foot 11. They were the Willy Wonkas of the fucking place. Yeah. <laughs> I used to date a guy who was six foot seven. Oh, yeah, it was too, he didn't fit in his own bed. It was embarrassing. Also, whenever we tried to kiss in public, I'd have to go on like my tippy toes and I'd be like, it's <laughs> a lot. So that's it. Like no more relationships. You're like, you, you, you don't even look in nothing. Do you know what? I'm in love with this man from Canada. If he ever sees, he's gonna hate me for saying this. Are you talking to him right now? No, I'm not talking to him. I used to talk to him, and then he was a prick and oh, did okay. whatever. I made a TikTok about it. He got upset because I made a TikTok about it uh, because people figured out who it was. Um, and now we just have sex if we're in the same city. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just love him. <laughs> what well, does he come in to visit? Does he? Does he's he live a rapper, here? So he tours sometimes. Drake. Is it is, is it someone I would know? Uh, probably not. He tours. Mm. He must be big time then. He's on the road. Do you know what it is? He is. But he, he was is. on Rolling Loud. Yeah, but he's a different um, genre of rap. He's more like an alternative rap, if that makes sense. Who do you play the most on your Spotify? I don't use Spotify, and if you're going to judge me, I don't want to hear it. No, no, that's fine. Okay, yeah do you know what they gave it for, for, to me for free when i was a student and i've just stuck with it like but i have seen people use spotify and i'm like oh this is so much nicer do you know what it was sexy red but after sexy red announced that she's a trump supporter i've had to what? yeah she supports trump sexy red yeah supports trump yeah she announced that she said that like at first everyone she literally this is word for it she was like at first at first everyone thought she he was racist but then he started giving the hood money and taking black yeah, people no, out of jail. No. Like, it, her logic, it, it doesn't make sense. It's just stupid. And the only reason, do you know what? I don't think I'd care if she didn't have so many young fans because I know older people can like read between the lines. I know she's chatting absolute nonsense. But young kids, 
not so much and she does have quite a lot of young kids and i don't just i'm just like just if you don't know anything about politics shut up about politics yeah, do you yeah know what i mean no, just yeah, don't yeah. do your research because you're saying you you support trump i guarantee she probably never voted do you yeah, know what i mean like yeah. so you, so, what she, <laughs> <laughs> so why are you here saying oh yeah i support you don't support him at all how many kids do you want i don't know if i want kids what mm. no like i know i want kids i don't know if i want to be pregnant i reckon you'll change your mind same. <laughs> same 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 don't know what i want my womb going through no do you know what the thing about kids is the way that the whole world is going right now it's bearable for me but what i'm gonna birth a kid in what say seven years time right i give birth to a child mm. by the time that child is old enough uh, to figure out what's going on well this world's going to be fucked you think i want to show my child what a tiger is on google because every single animal on the planet's gone extinct that's not a life to live do you know what i mean like mm. there's so many things that i know that were around back in the day that i feel like i've missed out on because they're not a thing anymore and i just don't want to put my child through that like i know me for example or like the generation below us right has this whole concept of they feel guilty or they feel like they've done something wrong because they can't do anything to help the world is that what they're thinking? There's so many young kids who protest more and more because they don't know, they because we've left them with a shit mess. I've interviewed a bunch of university students and like uh, college students and stuff like that. And I one of the questions I had to ask them was, uh, what's, what's like the thing that you despise the older generation for most? And about 80% of the answers were the fact of how, how fucked the planet is and how fucked we've left it for them. Like we fucked everything up and then said, deal with it. Like, and then they're the ones that, bro, you think people used to protest? Young people protest more than ever. Like, you have bigger turnouts of young people protesting. And I, I'm like, okay, cool. So if it's going to progressively get worse, my child's going to be a fucking anarchist. By the time <laughs> that I give birth to them, they're just going to start burning down places because what else is there left to do? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the thing about pregnancy is I've seen i'm just scared of it i'm gonna be so real i'm so scared of pregnancy like i've seen so many videos on tiktok about a woman gave birth her uterus fell out two days later when she was peeing on the toilet there was another there's this thing have you heard about pregnancy nose that is so, that. there's this thing where when you're pregnant obviously your your body changes right uh there's this thing where a woman she uh, I, I watched this and i literally almost cried for the fucking woman she looked like a model right she looked beautiful like very standard level of beauty anyone would think she's beautiful right she throughout her pregnancy her whole face structure started to change her nose went from being like this to being like flat and across her face her lips swelled up her cheekbones completely disappeared by the time she gave birth and months after she looked like a completely different woman her husband fucking divorced her because she looked completely different I swear and it's also the thing of like people are like oh you're eating for two but you're not cool you can substitute all the food you're taking in to give to your baby but your baby's taking nutrients away from your body do you know what i mean like it's actually taking other stuff that you have that you can't necessarily replenish as quickly as food like there's so many different things and i'm just like it just doesn't seem natural like why is my body going through all of these different things mm. and i've always said because my friends have cussed me out for this because i'm also on a bit of a like more um materialistic level um i i have tattoos on my stomach i've got belly piercings i my appearance mm. matters for the job that i do right yeah don't get me wrong i can still do fucking pregnancy content and this that and the other yeah. but 80 percent of my followers on instagram are men what you think they're gonna want to see a baby bump and double tap my baby bump nope and then what after i've got um my tattoos ripped up or my tattoos this way and now i've all for a child that i've never met like, i don't know you yet i don't know who you are <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i mean and and like 
I feel like you'd be a very good mother though. I would. I think I feel I'd like be a good a, mother. Uh, I think yeah, I'd be yeah, a good yeah. mother. I've said that like, I've said, I was talking to my friends about this yesterday. I was like, if I find a man yeah. who can, I truly believe would be willing to put his life on pause for nine months and be willing to, let, obviously mm. he's not going to do it, but like if he would be willing to make that sacrifice of putting his life on pause for nine months, letting his whole body change and absolutely going through it, then I will consider being pregnant for that man. Mm. But I don't think I, none of the guys I know, if I've dated or none of my male friends would be willing to put their life on pause for nine months and be willing to gain weight, change their whole face, let mm. their insides get mashed up and then basically rip themselves open to birth something. They wouldn't do that. Yeah. So why me as a wife do I have to do that if you're not going to do that for me? I said yesterday to my friends, I was like, I'll do a surrogate, which is obviously, it'll still be my DNA. It's still going to be my eggs, still going to be my husband's thingy. Then they started saying, they were like, oh, like there's not going to be a connection to a baby because you've not carried it. And I was like, I don't think you lots are hearing me. If I f I'm feeling the way I'm feeling, if I am now forced to carry a child for nine months, I'm going to despise it by the time it's born. Like it's not going to be that I'm not going to connect to it. It's going to be that I'm going to be pissed off at it. Do you know what I mean? It's going to be born and I'm going to look at my stomach and be like, you fucking bitch. Like, <laughs> just, just a plain devil's advocate. But what if that will change your mindset when it does happen? Let's say after nine months, you're like, okay, cool. Do you know what? If I, when I fall in love, I guarantee you my mindset would change. Because when I, when I was in love, mm. when I was in that really long relationship, when I was in love, the only thing I could think you're I was good. like, I want to have mini me's. I want to have this man's children. That's what I thought of. Like, I thought pregnancy was beautiful. I think ever since I've fallen out of love, I've been able to take a more logical mm. outlook on it. But I know what love does to me. And I was be like, oh my God, I want to have your kids. Put your children inside of me. Like, so love, like being actually truly in love might really change my perspective. But even then, I don't think. What did breakup teach you? I don't know. Uh, what did breakup teach me? To be honest with you, that relationship was my only ever relationship but it was my first relationship but um i think the one thing it taught me is what i like it didn't necessarily teach me what i want it taught me what i don't want like it okay it taught me all the things that i definitely do not want in a partner uh it taught taught me because obviously my relationship didn't automatically start off as yeah. abusive do you know what i mean it progressively got abusive kind of taught me all of the little things that i need to be watching out for before it gets to that point um and i more on a like just me not the other person it taught me that i have a bad tendency of when i'm in a relationship i give more to the other person than i'd give to myself and it's stupid because then i halt my work i halt my growth but i i push them to grow as far as they can and then i get to a position where they've outgrown me and then they feel like i've been left behind mm -hmm. but it's like you wouldn't be where you are if it wasn't for me so i feel like the one the main thing i've taken away is like you need to be good within yourself yeah. before you get into a relationship yeah. like you as yourself are a separate entity they're a separate entity and when you come together it's another separate thing that you have together mm. but you don't want to rely on that person because say you now break like i have friends who are like dependent not necessarily like they don't have a job they don't have anything they just kind of ride, yeah. ride along with their boyfriend and i'm like but when you break up with him what do you have to show for yourself do you know what i mean like if you break up with him you don't have a house you don't have a job you have nothing and you're also known as my man's ex you don't no one knows yeah. you don't you don't even have your own identity like no one's gonna know you as oh like claudia for example no one's gonna call you claudia they're gonna call you john's ex john's ex yeah i was listening to diary of a ceo and he was talking to jada pinkett smith oh, now, now i was i I'm was so tired of this woman i i am I'm, I'm tired of her as well trust me but she said some, something interesting the reason why she actually ended with will is that no one could just going back to your point she was saying the reason why i had to end it with will is because I was giving him what made him happy. So like w everything Will wanted, because apparently I, even I had an interview, Will 
Will was like, oh, um, if you if you get into my life, he's like, forget happiness and love. I'm gonna give you everything you want. Uh, and then JD will say, no, but like th- these are my needs. And Will was like, don't worry, you got the money, you got the products, you got everything you need in the world, innit? You don't need like what else could you ask for, innit? Like you got so much in the world, like where you got so much money. And then Jada was like, look, he's like, me as a whole, as a human being, Will only wanted me to make him happy. To be in, the idea of me to be in his life just only made him happy. Yeah, I just feel like, do you know what? I hear it. It does make sense. Like, if she was, if that's what she's saying, cool, it makes sense. But just step away sooner, bruv. They've been a fucking public couple for how long? Yeah, it's true. Like, this wouldn't have been an. Just. I understand where she's coming from, but the way she's going about doing it is, yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's messy. I saw a. a video of Will Smith it was an interview with Will Smith and it was after she'd come out about them not being together and saying that Tupac's her soulmate all of this that and the other uh, he did an interview and he said something along the lines of like um, he will still love her and he just wishes her all the best and I was like no that is so puke because imagine your wife like going on the internet being like I didn't ask him to slap Chris Rock mm. Tupac's my soulmate and we're actually not together anymore and you just go on the internet being like no I still love her like I hope this works <laughs> I just want to know what their kids have to say about it because I'd actually just go, I'd just, be, I'd just bang both of them. I'd be like, what are you, on, what are you lots and doing? And in an interview, apparently J, like Jaden Smith was annoyed that she released the round table. And even her mom was like cussing her out for saying, why would you like release the episode? I, I read that she She's so toxic. To be honest, those kids aren't any better either. Like isn't, um, isn't <laughs> Willow is like, um, not racist. It wasn't anti-Semitic. She said something against some sort of religion or race or something. But yeah, yeah. I remember someone cussing her for that as well. So I don't know. It's fame in it. It just gets to your head. I feel like. What about adopting a kid? I'd want to adopt. I'd yeah. adopt. Yeah, yeah. But I, alongside adopting, I do want my own spawn. Do you know what I mean? Just because yeah. I want to see what I'd look like. I just want to see what like, a mini me would look like. Just go on one of those generators. <laughs> Definitely not going to give me what I want. Also, who am I generating it with? I need an actual person. Do you know what I mean? It's the Canadian guy. <laughs> We'd make good kids. We'd make beautiful kids. I don't think Drake is going to get married anytime soon. Have we not seen that thing about how he uh, bought every woman he was going to get engaged to, like one of them fat rings, and he has like 52 of them? Or like 42. He was going to be... He's, no, no, no. But can you deep the fact that he's looked at 42 different women and thought, I'm going to marry you? That gotten that far with your feelings to think I'm going to marry you. 42 times. But then again, I, I feel and like he knows he can marry anyone. He yeah, knows that 100%. Yeah, Joe, <laughs> 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 you know, if I would be if I was Rihanna, Rihanna I'd be laughing. I'd be like, <laughs> he can get every girl. Bobby, did you see that thing about Rihanna signed a 40 million contract uh, for two albums and a world tour? We're finally getting albums from Rihanna and a world tour 40, 40 million. Wow. Well, that album is going to be rushed though. Do you reckon it'll be Can good? we have some hope in Rihanna, please? Two albums. Two, two albums, one tour, yeah. Okay, so wait, was that her plan all along then? Was she waiting to be like, I'm going to wait until someone gives me a fat check and then I will drop an album? I don't think it was, you know. I feel like ASAP like Rocky's that. probably had something to play That's with it. Me off. I feel like ASAP Rocky's probably had something to play in it. I don't think she planned on going back to music, you know. I don't think she, she did. She's got too much going on in her, in her life. I feel like she planned to do like, maybe, you know how she did the soundtracks for like movies and stuff and yeah. still do like uh, big shows, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like halftime shows and stuff like that. Maybe shit like that. But I don't think, I wasn't expecting her to, it needs to be. Dance, it needs uh, to be. Something that has replay value to get her money again. 
Well, she's always already making money anyway. Yeah, she doesn't yeah, need that. I don't think, bro. Fenty's gone. Fenty, the Fenty brand is gone. Also, she's ASAP Rocky's wife. Like, I don't think he even matters at this point. Oh, when I went to Barbados in February, um, my tour guide took Bro, you me love to. Well. Yeah, it took me to the house. Yeah, I didn't realize though that it's like other famous people have other parts of the house. Because so okay, so you know how you have her childhood home. So I saw the childhood home, yeah, but there's yeah. also a house where whenever famous and rich people go to Barbados, they all each own like a little house in the house. It's like a massive estate house, and then Rihanna has her own in there, and the guy took us to it. Beautiful. When I tell you, it's literally so, like he's in he's in the Rihanna's one. It's the same oh, one. Simon Cowell and Rihanna are in the same one. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember being like, "Wow, this she owned this whole place," and someone went, "No, Simon Cowell owns the yeah, other yeah, bit." Yeah. So they share a thingy. Simon Cowell, sure. and Rihanna. Yeah, yeah. But when you so. Obviously, most if, um, most properties in Barbados are like Oceanside, and they're yeah. on the beach. But this one is right on the Oceanside. But what they've done is like for like 10, 15 meet- meters on either side mm. of it, there's no other houses. Mm. It's just like rural bits. And mm. you can like, it's like wild beaches almost. And you go down onto the wild beach. And if you like follow the water, luckily the tide was low. So I walked across in on the it was essentially the back of the house and they've just got like this massive patio that goes right out into the ocean and i was just like it's just like beautiful barbados is sick i'm going back in november Man, i haven't been to any of the, like, these exotic countries mm. boy i need to go to barbados where have i been the furthest i've been out is china that's quite that's, pretty far. that's exactly where in china did you go Shang- i want to go shanghai i want i want to go to japan but apparently japan's really expensive korea's i think where i went to in korea it's quite similar to Japan. It's cheap. Like, so cheap. What was the biggest cultural shock in Korea? Um, You can't talk on public transport. I got shushed. I got shushed. Oh, my God. I was so... I, no, no, no. The thing is, if I turned Brits, around. I was like, if what? If Brit saw this on a night out on the tube... Deep it. Like you can so <laughs> you can talk, but you have to be really, really fucking quiet. And one, I'm not quiet. And two, if you're a foreigner, do not speak foreign. You have to speak their language on public transport. And obviously I was with an I met a guy who was from London out there and we were on the tri- on the bus and I obviously I was solo traveling, so most of the time I wasn't talking on public transport. So I didn't realise this was a thing. And then when I went with him on this bus, we're talking about something, and this woman just taps me, like pokes my back. I turn around, I'm like, and I can, I was like, I was like, like, she was like, because it means excuse me. And I was being there in Korean. I was like, what do you you want? And she looks at me and goes, shh. I just stood there and I went. (laughs) I was just like, what? And then I looked around, no one's talking. And I'm like, oh my fucking God. I was like. And then I sat there Googling it. I was like, talking on public transport in Korea. And then the other thing, right, is I think. I think every other country I've kind of been to when it comes to like men being vulgar, mm. first of all, I felt so safe out there. No, I did not feel yeah. any type of way, like safest place I've probably ever been to. The, whenever men are vulgar, it will usually be like, oh, you're wearing a mini skirt. Oh, do you know what I mean? There you could wear the shortest skirt you possibly fucking want or the shortest shorts. No one cares because they don't sexualize legs or asses. They don't care about bums. You don't wear a bra. Your nipples don't even have to be on show. You don't wear a bra. Oh my God, you are the whore of the town. Swear. And obviously in like most other countries, people are used to boobs by now. Do you know what I mean? You've got cleavage, oh fine. You've got, a, you're not wearing a bra, fine, free the nipple. Korea? Jesus Christ. Like I went and met a girl from Korea out there and she asked me to put on a bra. I was like, I'm not putting on a bra. 
I was like, if you don't want to chill, that's fine. Like, really? They're that strict. I don't think it's even like it's not a law in it, but like. It, okay, so so so. Oh, and you can't walk and smoke. They do not walk and smoke. You Why? Why are there so many rules? Why are there so many rules in Korea? That's Japan. Japan, you can't walk and eat. Uh, but the thing is, so walking and smoking, for example, in Japan is also a rule, but in Japan it's an actual law. In Korea, it's just considered rude. Like you won't get fined or whatever if you walk and smoke. But people will look at you and be like, "What the fuck?" Because they consider it rude for you to be blowing smoke in their face. So they, mm. you basically, when you're out, you've just got to look. There'll be random corners where there's cigarettes butt on the floor, and that's people smoking areas. Like there's one every fucking five steps, because a lot of people smoke, but you just can't walk and smoke. Why are there so many rules in Korea? I don't know, but I love it. Also, <laughs> but do you actually? Do you know what I well, think? It's I think it's <laughs> for the quality of life and how good everything else is there. I'd happily not have to talk on public transport or not. That's thingy. okay. I see your point. That's like. Fair. I went to a seven. First of all, it's a country of convenience. Everywhere has a toilet. Everywhere has a charging socket. Everywhere has Wi-Fi. Mm. You, uh, they don't have bins on streets because they every corner shop. So like their Seven Elevens, you have them everywhere. Every Seven Eleven has a microwave, a hot water dispenser, an area for you to sit and eat. Uh, you don't even need to be at home to eat. Like you can just buy it in Seven Eleven, do it there and eat there. Every single one of every single shop you go into, even if it's the smallest little shop, they have recycling bins. So as soon as you buy stuff, you recycle every time. It's so clean, cheap. I went into a 7-Eleven. I bought a packet of cigarettes because I, I, weed is mm. not an option out there. Like, forget yeah, it. Yeah. Forget it. Um, I did get some, but like they were telling me they're like, you can get 10 years. Like, even if I say, I, so I'm going to go back to how cheap it was. But say, um, say I lived in Korea and I went to LA for holiday and I smoked weed in LA and I came back to Korea mm. and my neighbor decided to, my neighbor saw my story and my neighbor doesn't like me, decided to tell the government that I smoked weed in LA. I would get drug tested once I'm back in Korea and I would get put in prison for oh, the shit. fact I smoked in LA, even though it's legal there because I'm a citizen of Korea. Fucked. But cheap wise, I went to 7-Eleven. Obviously I was smoking cigarettes because I couldn't smoke weed. So I bought a packet of cigarettes, flavored ones. Um, nice. Uh, donut. A roll of bimbap, which is like Korean sushi, like a sushi roll. Um, the Korean ice cups with a sachet and a fresh orange juice. I paid four pound. A taxi that was an hour and 30 minutes cost me 16 pounds. Swear down. Why do I think Korea would be so expensive? No, Korea's cheap. Like I went to... Uh, five star Korean barbecue. Like yeah. it was like a Michelin star uh, Korean barbecue because I... <laughs> I somehow became friends with like a bunch of Korean rappers and they kept taking me out to dinner. So I uh, <laughs> went out to dinner with them and like the bill came and it was straight Wagyu. We didn't eat anything but Wagyu beef and like all of the other sides. In London, uh, shit Korean barbecue costs you a hundred pound per person. Mm. Like, And then that's, you're not getting Wagyu, you're getting like sirloin steak. A um, mm. hundred pound. We paid, I think, 75 pound for two people. But that was for a Michelin star restaurant. Yeah. Like when we went to that, the regular uh, Korean barbecues, I think I was paying like £10. And also there you go, like here you go to a Korean barbecue, you need to know everything you need to order. Like you need to ask for your meat, you need to ask for your rice, you need to ask for the kimchi, for the sides, for, for everything. You do it in Korea and then you have to pay for everything individually. You go to Korea, you ask for one piece of meat, they bring you everything else, included in the price of the meat. Who'd you go with? I went by myself. Really? How yeah. How comes? I just prefer traveling by myself. I find really? people annoying. Like solo traveling. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't. I don't like like going away with 
Obviously, when I just went Mexico, I went with 11 people. That was fucking hell. No, don't recommend that to anyone. But um, I think traveling with... Obviously, if you find someone who's a travel buddy for you, that works. Mm. But me personally, I feel like I have a very ap- different approach to most people, like most of my friends when it comes to holidays. First of all, I don't like going away with people because you have different expectations for the holiday, right? Mm. Or you have different budgets. That pisses me off fucking pisses me off because if i go on holiday money's not real i'm so sorry money is not real while i am away (laughs) it's not it's girl maths i'm girl maths in it all the way because i'm not spending any money in london so it means free cash so and then you've got friends who are like i've been on holiday with friends before who are like budgeting or they'll be like i remember i went on holiday with a group of my friends once and we i don't remember where we went we got there and they were like oh when we get there we need to go to the supermarket i laughed i was like supermarket for what for alcohol and they were like, no, like we need to buy stuff for breakfast and stuff to cook. I was like, cook. I'm never a fan I was of that. Like, cook. I, I'm not a fan of that either. I, I was like, like what are you on about? I was I'm, I'm eating breakfast, lunch, dinner. Out. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you can get some crisps and alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's fine. Okay. Cause sometimes I'll wake up too late for breakfast and I'm just gonna have to munch crisps and eat drink alcohol. But other than that, like I had another time my friend was like, I don't get me wrong. I totally understand that I'm a be- in a better financial situation than my friends, but I will put, put my, I will tell, I will either tell my friends, if you can't afford it, that's fine. Just don't come. Like mm-hmm. be honest with yourself. Do you know what I mean? Don't ruin my holiday because you can't be honest with yourself. And I will also tell my friends, if you can't afford it, I will give you the money. Just pay me back, back when you can. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of people have a problem with doing that. So then, it's kind of like the idea of being in debt almost. They, they yeah, don't but wanna... then they put me in a situation where we go on holiday and then they make me give them money anyways. And it's like, you haven't even given me a warning that you're going to need this money. Now you're just putting me in a situation mm. where I have to pay. Do you right. know what I mean? Because you're broke. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but like, yeah. And then also I love exploring different cultures. Like I will mm. be up and out from 9am and I won't be back till 11 o'clock midnight when I'm on holiday. Because I so just want to do enough. stuff. I actually love that for you. Thanks. It's, I it's love stuff. that for you. And I've got that's friends that's like, so nice. even just now when we went to Mexico, I there was like that. five of us. I yeah. had a whole itinerary prepped before we went. I was like, this is what we're doing. We need to see this. We need I love, to see that. Oh, see, you're a good travel buddy. I am a good travel buddy. And then- How there unfortunate was, your friends fucked up for you. <laughs> there's like five of my friends who will go to Mexico and they're like, we just want to go to the beach. Oh, I'd be like, oh. I'm like, don't get me wrong. I want one beach day. Yeah. I do, but that'll be the last day. Like I want one yeah, beach day. We can go see the beach, but I'm like, if I want to go to the beach, I'm going to the beach for like two hours. And then I'm out. Like, let's go find somewhere else to eat. Let's go down somewhere else. Whereas they're like, no, let's just stay here. I don't like it. Like I'm, who, when am I ever gonna be in wherever again? Do you know what I mean? Cause I don't like going back to the same place twice. So I try and get the most out of it in one go. Tell me a country where you felt really unsafe. Uh, Mexico. Really? Yeah. What happened there? Yeah, uh, Mexico was a bigger culture shock than fucking Korea. Are you serious? Like I did, I, like now that I've come back and I've kind of had time to adjust, I did. It's a beautiful place. I loved yeah. it. Mexico recently, Egypt. When I I went Egypt with my mum when I was maybe like fifteen or something like that. But they did try kidnap me. Yeah, 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 they tried to kidnap me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Mexico? Yeah, no, in Egypt. Egypt. Yeah, yeah. You know when you um, so where we stayed, there was like a hotel and the woman literally told us she was like that road you can go down that road we wouldn't suggest and we fucked up we got confused and we went down the wrong road and it was me my mum my younger brother my brother was like four at the time and it was just loads of those like perfume shops right like just loads Mm. of them and they kept trying to like take us in take us in and i was just like i'm the one that speaks english in my family you know my mum can speak english but i'm the one that does the talking and i'm the rude one so i'd be like no 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 
And this guy was like, oh, perfume, perfume. I was like, no, I don't want your fucking perfume. Like, so he just grabbed, my mum was dealing with my brother because my brother spilled something on him. He grabbed my arm, dragged me into the shop, shut the door and was like, I'm not letting you out until you buy something. And I just stood there, I was like, you stupid. I was like, you've you taken a third, like you've mad. taken a teenager. Like, you, do you think I have the money? I was like, you need to get my mum. I was like, I can't, I can't do nothing. And um, so he calls my mum and my mum's like banging on the door. He's like, let her out, let her out. And he's like, uh, no, you need to pay me to let her out. You need to pay me to let her out. Um, obviously, my mum's got another young child of her, so she's like, "What the fuck oh, do I do?" Ransom. I, so I, I was just stood there. I was like, "Let me out! Let me out!" I'm shouting at this guy. I'm like, "Let me out!" I was like, "You're an idiot!" I was like, "We're broke. No one's gonna buy your perfume." I was like, "My mum will actually just walk off quicker than she buys this perfume." So like, just <laughs> what are we doing? And um, he, we were there for like a good half an hour, forty five minutes. My mum was considering to go back to the hotel to get the woman, or like get someone that works at the hotel because we were literally down the road. But I was like, "You're not fucking leaving me!" So I just started smashing his perfume. I started kicking it and it cost him more mm. to like keep me in there than it would have to How did he let me out. He just started shouting at me. He tried to grab me and try to slap me. I was like, I kicked him. I just kicked the thing. And then my mum managed to push the door open and I ran out. God damn. <laughs> God. Tell me about Mexico. Uh, Mexico. Mexico was just, I've never been to a country where I've been so scared of the police and knew that if anything goes wrong, I can't do anything. Like, I can't do shit. We got stopped. First of all, if you're planning to go to Mexico, please stay in a resort. We, obviously, mm. there was 11 of us. We stayed in a villa. That's a lot of you. Um, so, and also, it would have been easier. Obviously, nine times out of 10, if you go to Mexico, you're probably going to get taxis because you're not going to need to hire a car. But there was 11 of us. So, again, yeah. we hired out cars. We just made ourselves like a prime target because it was very obvious we were tourists. None of us were Mexican. Uh, literally on the first night, one of the cars popped a tire. So the other car had to come back to get the other, like the people in that car. And then it ended up being just the two boys. There was only three boys, eight girls, right? The two boys were left to drive back from where they left the car. It was a three minute drive. Three minute drive, right? Uh, they're fucking gone. Like they've, it's been two hours. No one's heard from them. We're like, what the fuck is going on? Like what? why like so we're messaging them luckily we'd all shared locations with each other in it so we're all like tracking each other we're like they're still there like they're there but none of us are like we're not gonna fucking walk there it's like 2 a.m like what the hell so we're trying to figure out what's going on they finally get back and they're like yeah we got stopped by the police and they were basically we did one smart thing one of the boys could speak spanish but we pretended he couldn't so we could understand everything they were saying without thinking, without knowing that we understood in it so um the police officer literally would just stop us for money like they'd be like, oh, like, oh, they'd make something up. They'd be like, oh, you're, you're, you were speeding. You were speeding. But, but, but if you give me 2000 pesos, you can go. Yeah, and the thing is they don't, and then they drop the price. They just keep dropping it. And then you'd like, and then one time we got stopped by the military with guns. They'd like go past with guns and shit. One time we were, we drove like an hour away to visit like a lake and we were driving back. By the time we were driving back, the sun had set and there was military officers literally just pulling people off the side of the road to stop them. We're on shrooms. Mm. Yeah. Like, and because we were at the Mayan pyramids, sorry, we were at the Mayan pyramids, not even at the lake. So we did shrooms at the Mayan pyramids. Fucking sick. Everyone's had a great day. We, luckily we'd finished all our weed and we didn't smoke any in the car. We dashed all the like stuff left behind, right? And this guy pulls us over and he's just got a grin on his face. Like he's just smiling and he's like, 
smoking in the car and we're like no he was trying to basically say we were smoking the cigarettes in the car because it was a rental one it had like a no smoking cigarette sign at yeah, the front yeah, yeah. so he was trying to pull us up out about that but we were just like no 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 like none of us i think we'd none of us had cigarettes at that point like i think we'd all run out as well so we were like no no started searching us he's like smiling while searching us he's like saying marijuana marijuana like trying to make it seem like <laughs> he he's thought, a cool yeah, guy yeah 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 yeah, yeah. And he tried to brother, he went in my bag and i'm thinking i've got a grinder right there and it's got a fucking weed leaf on it like i can't mm. even deny that for weed Jamie's you know I mean? got a weed leaf drone on it so I'm like whatever and he's like trying to go through my bag and he points at something and I'm like so I take out the grinder thinking he means that so I'm like what this and he goes no 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 I'm like okay he wanted my eyebrow gel because he couldn't work out what it was he thought it was like a drug and he, I had to literally put on my eyebrow gel in front of this fucking man because he didn't believe that it was thingy and then I think the whole time we were in Mexico we got stopped a total of seven times and we had to pay money every time. Isn't that meant to feel like a really like exotic, safe environment? And is it not? No, no. Because you've got I've the fucking cartel, heard, and then you've got the police. But then you, when you realize the I've, police is owned by the cartel, yeah, so I've only heard same. amazing stuff about Mexico. Uh, this is the thing. I heard nothing but good stuff. Like I had nothing but you're gonna. Oh my god! Every time people heard I was going to them, they're like, "Oh my god, you're gonna love it! Like it's gonna be great, mm. so amazing." No, but don't get me wrong. I do genuinely think if I stayed at a resort, yeah, it would have been a completely different experience because there's someone who's kind of like, I feel like it's just one of those places that unless you're very familiar with the culture, you just have to be a tourist. Do you know what I mean? I tend to go to places and I don't, I'm like, oh, I don't want to be like a tourist tourist. You don't want to, you want to blend in. No, don't try fucking blend in. Be a tourist tourist and get a cab driver to drive you around because they don't stop cab drivers. But they stopped us because it was just a white boy driving the car every fucking time and they'd be like, oh, gringo. Was anyone tripping? When they stopped yeah. us, we weren't tripping at this point, yeah. But I, because it was so hot, I was sat there in a bikini, like, yeah. and everyone else was fully clothed, and I'm sat there in a bikini. My feet were hanging out the car, and where he'd come in, he'd stuck his head through my window, and I'm wearing a skimpy's bikini. I was just sat there like this, yeah. and I'm like, oh, and he's just staring at me, going marijuana, and I'm like, fuck <laughs> off, like, leave me alone. We weren't tripping at that point, no, so it was fine. We were just fed up. We were just fed up. I think yeah. all of us gave up. We were just like, bruv, if they want to fucking take us, just take us. Like, what gets scary though is they stop you and they take your passport and ID, right? And then they like, they would like linger around with it until you pay them. Like, that's the problem. That, that happened to me in Budapest. Um, there were like these fake ticket inspectors. I don't know what I'm doing this. They're fake ticket inspectors and they tried to flip in and they're like, oh, you don't have a ticket. You know, it's not valid. I, I thought I'll bump the train in it. Me being dumb, took my ID and they started panicking. I was like, yo. They, like, they, they took my ID what the hell and they like kind of jumped back but I'm like yeah these guys are not real inspectors and I give like a fake address or whatnot. beach clubs were mad expensive like we just kept losing money left right and mm -hmm. center it's one of those places where they're not honest about the prices they will bump you but they're bumping you an arm and a leg mm -hmm. because they can see that you're not from there do you know what I mean but yeah I ended up getting stitches in Mexico yeah how, how did that happen uh, we were making a TikTok and I was the camera woman and I fell in the pool but our pool was made out of concrete so the concrete slab oh. cut down my leg on a tattoo that was two weeks old and it hadn't healed yet and I had to get four stitches it's on you now let me see yeah it's on my leg yeah hey <laughs> me the day after my birthday as well same day I chipped my tooth eating avocado I chipped my tooth on an avocado wow. please you no, because it's got that fucking the ball in the middle. It was guacamole. Why would the ball be in there? 
it was guacamole on bread and it just chipped and then I, I didn't realise until after I'd finished eating I like ran my tongue across my teeth and I was like my tooth's fucking missing <laughs> brother I open glass you know bottles with my teeth and you're telling me a guacamole <laughs> yeah fuck go to Mexico at this point I saw. Did, did they not create guacamole? <laughs> Why is it so dangerous? Out there? No, honestly, it just scarred me. Scarred me. <laughs> saw a lot of um, what's it called? Though I, this is the thing, though. I was convinced that if I actually got stopped by the cartel, my toxic trait was I was like, they'd love me. Cartel would love me. <laughs> Feds, though. Do you know what I mean? I was like, oh, do you want me to bill it for you? <laughs> it's like I feel like you'd know how to get. I feel like you know how to escape. I feel like you can just, I don't know, charm them or some shit. I feel like you know that's street smart, in it? Like, whereas Mexican police, I'm just like, I just look at them as well and I'm like, they're all short and chubby and I'm like, you're all idiots. Like, I can beat up every single one of you. And then you're here being like, pesos. It's yeah. scary though. And I, yeah, yeah. I even heard, what's that, in Bulgaria, is the same as well? It's like, if you want to get away with like a crime, like they, they take you to the nearest cash point to get money out, just like a pay off the police officer. <laughs> Bulgaria is a place I want to visit though. That, that seems like I've been to Bulgaria before, but like when I was a kid, because I've just like when I was young, I went to like all of the nearest countries like within Europe in it. So I went to Bulgaria. I want to go back to Croatia. Croatia is where I would learn how to swim. What, is it's it, really beautiful. Is this recently? You know, you know <laughs> Bitch. Bitch. Oh my God. Imagine the two, two boys out of three boys that were on holiday with us in Mexico couldn't swim. It was so funny. We'd go on like boat trips. All the girls would be like, phew, phew. And then you see the two boys in their life jackets like, dip, 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 dip. <laughs> when the little fucking the arm thing. I remember one of them was like, oh yeah, I want a stylish one. I was like, you do realise they're all hive coloured. Like they're all either orange or yellow. Like they need to see you. If anything goes wrong, would you mean I want a stylish one? I do want to go back to Mexico though. I feel like if I want to go, I want to go for like spring break. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. seems like the most logical time to go. Like also I feel like we were easy targets because we went off season. Whereas if you go during the season, there's so many tourists for them to pick on. You're not necessarily going to be the one they pick on. We were like the only people we fucking saw that weren't Mexican every time we went yeah, out. So And then you know, like even here when you're walking in London, bro, like they know they know like when I walk past a tourist shop, they how can they tell that I'm not a tourist? I think it's probably just the way you carry yourself, innit? Like even little body... Because body I've tried it. Trips. You know when you go abroad, you try to make yourself seem like you're not a tourist. I think the only... Do you know what I mean? You, you walk a certain way, you look a certain way. Like you own the place. And they just clock. That's what I was going to say. I feel like the only place I've been to where I haven't felt like a tourist, which is so mad for me to say, was Korea was because of the fact that I'd learned Korean for like three months. And like everyone else treated me like a tourist, but then I'd reply and then be like, oh, you speak Korean. And I'd be like, yeah. And then they'd treat me different. And I'd be like, yeah, thanks very much. Thank you. Like I remember when I went to like uh, Guangzhou market, which is like a massive food market where they just have loads of different food vendors. And I sat down with this little Ajima, which is like a little grandma. Uh, and I sat down and I was like, Annyeonghaseyo, Claudiaio, Pangoyo. And I was like, Chogyo, Yogyo, Maleo. And she was like, ah? And she was like, what? And I was like, Chogyo, you go on my ear. She's like, you speak Korean. And I was like, yeah, she was best screwing me at the start. And then, no, I started learning a bit before. And then I learned more when I got there. And then um, she was like, because when I first got there, she was there trying to ignore me. She was speaking to the locals. And then I spoke to her in Korean, gave me bare free food. I was like, Hamsamiza. But did you only learn because you knew you were going to go there? No, I only really went. So I felt I don't like K-pop before anyone asked me. I do not like K-pop. Oh, you don't, I don't like uh, K-dramas. I like Korean thrillers. Korean mm -hmm. cinema when it comes to thrillers and horrors. Yeah. 
is elite. Like it is the best shit I've ever seen. I don't care if I have to watch subtitles for two and a half oh, hours. You're a big horror I am a big thriller horror. Love it. Oh my god, so am I. Yeah, yeah. So <gasps> please watch Korean thrillers. Amazing, and that made me like obviously because it's a thriller, you still have like everyday life activities happening in it. Do you know what I mean? It's not just screaming and shouting and death yeah, yeah. all the time. So that kind of opened me up to Korean culture a little bit. And like, it was just little things like, for example, they say to each other, Annyeong Haseyo doesn't mean like, hello. Like it's their word for hello, but it means, are you at peace? So like every time they see each other, they're like, are you at peace? Do you have beautiful that? that to me, that's beautiful, isn't it? Peace? Like you go, like you see someone and you're like, are you at peace? Like, you're not saying hello. Like, what the fuck is hello? That's like, so lovely. It's so like it's so. Lon- lovely. Oh, South London could never, <laughs> could never, could never. What? So when I started learning like all these little different things about their culture, I proper appreciated it. I was like, oh, that's really nice. Like that's really nice. Oh. And then I was like, oh, let me learn the language. Let me go. And then yeah. Let me ask you. There's a horror movie on Netflix, and I haven't seen it yet. So I'm a big horror fanatic. I've been stuck on watching Grey's Anatomy for the last three months. So if it's recently come out on Netflix, I don't even know what it oh, is. Oh, it's called Incantation. Have you heard of it? No. Okay, never mind. It's like a fan footage horror. It's like two hours and something minutes long. Oh, I see that uh, come out. I haven't watched it though. About the real oh family that The Conjuring's God. based on, yeah. Is that the one in, that, that was based in the UK? The second movie in, what's it? I need to check that out. I'm a huge horror fanatic. I love them. What's your favourite horror? Uh, Silence of the Lambs. Really? Yeah, it was my classic. It was like my first thing that broke me into watching things. It's always going to be that. I was not expecting the answer. Yeah, Silence of the Lambs. What about the one that has come out recently? There was, what is what the fuck was it called? Um, I like the plot. I don't necessarily think it was executed very well though. Okay. It was, it's like, it, that woman who goes to stay in an Airbnb and then it turns out to be that there's someone fucking living in the walls of the Airbnb. I love that film. Yeah, that one, that one. The, bo- the, the bar, the, the barbarian or something like that. What's it called? I thought it was the vivarian. <laughs> <laughs> Not Wait. the vibrator, the vivarian. Uh, so, yeah, the barbarian, whatever, something like that. The barbarian. barbarian. Yeah. About a woman goes to an Airbnb and there's another guy living there. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like he goes to like the basement. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. I love shit like that. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's yeah, that one's a good one. I like the plot. I think it could have been executed way better, though. I feel like there should have been more to the no. to, uh, more about the guy living in the walls or the thing living in the wall. Let me ask you this: What movie as a child scared you the most? I know mine. Mine's like Monster House. Mine was Monster House is good. That's there was so it good. was one of the screams. Okay, and I watched that recently. For one reason and one reason only, and I literally still remember this. I'm still scared of uh, <laughs> still this day. There was one scene, and I remember it so vividly. There was one scene where the girl was sat with her back towards the window, mm-hmm. and her friend was talking to her about what was going on, right? Mm-hmm. And as she's talking to her, the scream mask is just stood behind in the window. Yeah. yeah. But as she, every time she tries to tell her friend, it just disappears. I used to be so scared of that because I'd be like, what if that happens to me? Like, what if I'm just sat there minding my business and secretly behind me in the window the whole time there's, there's just something behind me? Fuck I that. wouldn't know. So that young age, yeah, that freaked me out. Yeah. Mine was the grudge as well. Have you seen the grudge? I used oh. to pretend to be the grudge. Because I used to have really long hair in it, so every time I'd be in the bath, I'd like throw my hair over my yeah, face. Yeah. And yeah. the ring as well. The ring is a classic. Oh, the ring. What's the, okay, okay. What? what is the kids? What? Isn't that the rabbit one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've not seen that. 
But I've seen the post. It looks so like happy and wholesome. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Have you lot seen Human Centipede but free? Not the third one. Is that wait? Is that the one in black and white? Is that when there's like a big? That is when they got the. That one's fucked. So basically, Human Centipede. uh, It's either three or four, if I'm not fucking mistaken. But I went into like a whole deep dive about the director. So the director of Human Centipede, the original, right? He started coming up with all these ideas for the movie when he was like 14, 15, and he got put in a psychiatric ward because they were like, what the fuck is wrong with you? They were just like, this isn't normal. Obviously carried on being a director, did whatever he is. He's very tapped, like he's not a normal guy. He's crazy, obviously. And after seeing the success of like whatever, uh, but there was this other tapped guy, like just a regular person who was obsessed with human centipede one, but he had loads of learning disabilities. Like he, um, he just yeah. wasn't normal, right? Um, and he watched human centipede one and was obsessed with it. And tried to recreate it in real life like he was tapped like i'm telling i'm talking this man lived with his mom he was about 50 something he used to wank with sandpaper to horror movies like ah. yeah 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 <laughs> tapped right and obviously this guy went into a psychiatric ward like people whatever happened to him happened because he tried to kidnap random people to do human centipede right yeah didn't get very far because obviously he, he was literally like five silly. foot and yeah. he had learned disabilities he wasn't going to get far like so they put him in a psychiatric ward whatever the director of human centipede heard about this story and thought this would be a great plot for the next movie so he went and had several meetings with the guy in the psychiatric ward and then was like yep yeah, this is going to be a great film but he thought who better to act as the main guy than the guy who actually had the idea? So oh. he fucking took the guy out of the mental hospital and basically like let Passed him relive yeah. like his dream. But like the other one's so fucked. It's like a 20 people long human centipede. He just knocks their teeth out of a hammer. He gives them laxatives. And then basically at the end of the movie, the, the woman who's at the front of the centipede is the woman who survived the human centipede in the beginning. They Because he had this wild sexual fantasy about her. So he brought her back for the start of the thing but she was pregnant when they brought her back for this um for the centipede or whatever so he tries to put the centipede together and he's having like this weird moment where he's like feeling erotic because it's worked like he somehow managed to staple them all together Mm. and the woman at the front obviously because he's done such a shit job of it like he's not actually sedated them he's not done anything she's obviously still a bit mobile because all she's done is someone stapled to her ass like she's just at the front in it so she got something while he wasn't paying attention and um he had a millipede like one of them poisonous millipedes like a centipede sorry human centipede the other centipede um she got it somehow i don't remember how and she smashed it and she um fucking like stuffed it into him somehow put either put it in his mouth or something in the process he ended up obviously having a whole debacle because he's going through it she separated herself from the centipede um he whacked her and thought she was dead she didn't actually die she just got knocked out um and but she went into labor as she was knocked out and the energy of going into labor woke her the fuck up so she woke up started sprinting to the car when you think this movie couldn't get any worse, yeah, it just gets worse. She sprinted to the car. Obviously, she's driving away. You're thinking, oh my God, she got away. She's got her baby. She's pregnant. Great. She delivers the baby as she's driving. And obviously, she's in such a heart. She squashes the baby's head while pressing the gas pedal. Oh, she killed the baby. Oh my God. Whoever wrote that shit is fucked. That's fucked up. That's a little bit turned on, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people are like really into that stuff. That is mad. Like it fully, fully turns them on. Yeah. <laughs> what was sandpaper like yo. no bro in the fi- in movie they show a clip of the guy like watching human centipede one and wanking with sandpaper yeah that's mad what's the other one as well a serbian film a serbian film's fucked watched it though love it 
yeah, yeah. There was another. Um, there was another one. It was something I don't remember what the fuck it was called, but the whole thing's in Italian and it didn't have subtitles because it's really old. But it's basically about like. Oh, I don't even want to talk about it. It's really fucked. It's really, really bad. No, I love, I love it's basically like a um, just a massive torture sex house, but it's for kids. Like they torture and thingy kids. Italian film. I only found out about it because I was trying to research stuff about the Serb- uh, a Serbian film and trying to find it. And Oh, I know what film you're talking about. Salo. And it's like a massive white yeah, house. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they walk them like dogs and yeah, feed them yeah, dogs yeah, with yeah, a glass yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and, they, and they feed them their own feces and yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah. And they make them have sex in front I, of people and shit like that. And then, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's so weird. Like, for example, there'll be like these old rich people who own the house, right? And oh, they want they get a talk given by this woman who used to be one of the slaves in the house. And it's like a talk about the first time she had an orgasm or whatever. And she's given this talk. And while she's given this talk, these old men will pull like teenagers and kids to give them head like boys and girls right there while this talk is happening it's fucked yeah it's called Salo check it out no. <laughs> yeah Salo I don't even know how I found a website to be able to watch that shit I know, I found and it, it was made ago. by one of the most famous Italian directors like it was in fact they're re-showing it in cinemas at Prince Charles this year yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they're re-showing it it's a good good big screen extravaganza <laughs> Do you know what? My friend just watched Game of Thrones and she just watched The Red Wedding. And I was like, she called me. She's like, Claudia, what the fuck is this shit? And I was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, I should have Did you watch all of it? Yeah. Yeah. I stopped at season three. Yeah, yeah, that's what everyone tells me, man. I stopped. Wait, did you watch season three, episode 11, The Red Wedding? Did you watch episode 11? No, I stopped. Then you've not seen The Red Wedding. So that's when it gets good. You stopped just before it got good. Something on my to do list today. Listen, the Red Wedding and the Battle of the Bar- Bastards are two of the yeah. best cinematography scenes I've ever seen in my life. What's your favorite film of all time? My favorite film. The of one all that you time. can like rewatch it over and over again without getting bored. Mm. I don't think I have one. You know, I'd eventually get bored. But my favorite film is Brother Bear. Re- I haven't seen that in a minute. Really? Look yeah, at that smile. Yeah. I love it. I think it's such a wholesome thing. Yeah. Like, I think it's great. I one of my friends. Um, the other day asked me about my favourite Disney movie and I said Brother Bear he was like what's that I was like what I was like you don't you don't know Brother Bear I made him watch it I was like we're watching it right now and now he's gonna go watch Brother Bear too I wanted to ask you as well before what children's film scared you the most as a child as a child what, I'm gonna what, say what, Courage what? the Cowardly Dog oh my but it is. eventually built up my resistance for <laughs> stuff and I loved it eventually okay, at first yeah. I'd be so scared but eventually I got I got Courage tattooed on me as well yeah yeah I used to be so scared of it but eventually I think I just got so used to it that I was like do you know what I'm not scared of the monsters anymore because courage isn't but you know when I watched it it didn't freak me out until like lit- around secondary school times I'm like okay cool let me search on YouTube the top 10 most scariest salad episodes. fingers salad yeah. fingers oh my <laughs> god creepiest thing I, till this day I watch salad fingers and I'm like if that thing touched me I'd throw up in my mouth <laughs> let me search it oh stop it stop salad it fingers. do you know what or oh, happy tree friends my happy tree friends do you remember that yeah. where those little characters used to die non-stop oh, in the most yeah, vile possible man. ways like <laughs> oh brother Bastards. I drew, no 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 it's the idea that they're like stranded in the middle of nowhere no no, no, c- no, no courage uh, courage yeah no it was that and it was the fact that they're stranded in the middle of nowhere but somehow all these random things keep finding them and i'd be like do you know what when they show like a clip of like a random thingy walking towards the house i'd be like no get get me yeah. out of here now and i think i was also scared of the dad like yeah. the d- right. he was 
There was another episode as well where I found out where one of the demons or villains tried to convince Courage to kill. Muriel. Yeah. That one's fucked. No, I didn't like the ones where Muriel became evil because I would be like, okay, the, the, the dog dad, whatever his name is, I don't remember his name, but the guy, he used to be mean to Courage all the time. Mm. So in my head, I was like, if Muriel's not there, Courage has no one. Like, Courage oh. is on his own. <laughs> like, if Muriel's actually not there, like, something could kill him. Um, there's something we didn't talk about in the beginning, but like, I know we've been going on for time. Um, but before we wrap, we've got like another 15 minutes or so. I just want to know how you like started everything off with like the hosting, um, so getting get into content creating. I initially, when I started kind of getting into media, not necessarily content creation, mm. I always wanted to be on TV. Mm. Like ever since I've come to this country, my thing was like, I want to be on TV. I just like the idea of how much power people who are in the media or like in the, in the public eye have. And yeah. I just felt like a lot of people don't use it for good. Okay. But when I first got into it, cause I'd come from Poland in my eyes, like the only way you got into media was like a very traditional thing. Like, right. I'd have to be a journalist or a news reporter. There was no other option. So hence why I kind of got into the journalism avenue. And when I first started, I hated politics. I didn't like it, uh, but I had to do a politics module and that kind of grew my interest in it. So I kind of went down the avenue of being a journalist within like the, social issues political spectrum of things and um that's what you did at uni yeah yeah yeah. that's what i did at uni and then when i was doing my masters i was working for like an independent media company um so but then while i was doing that i was doing what i love i got to present news in the way that i wanted but over time i realized i was i'm not making no money the guy was paying me 60 pound a week i was like okay i'm i'm not making money and Mm -hmm. i was like, okay so it seems as though if i want to work for an independent media company which aligns with the kind of goals i have in life then I'm not going to be getting paid a lot of money because they don't get paid a lot. And I was like, and I don't want to work for Sky News or BBC or this, that, and the other because I don't want to be a sellout. So I was like, great, not going to be able to make money doing what I love. That's why I went into the masters in marketing, advertising, and PR because I wanted to go down the PR avenue instead. Mm. And I was working with like a couple of fashion brands at the time and doing PR for them. Um, and while I was doing my masters. I just kind of realized that the job I was doing, I was like, this is not going anywhere. Like I was like, I'm having fun, but it's it's not yet. It's, it's not literally a dead end. Go, yeah. Like it's not going to go anywhere. And there was this production company, but while doing all of this, obviously I've always been quite outspoken and just vocal and stuff like that. And cause I was working within the media industry, it still meant that I kind of knew, I, I knew how social media works. So I was still mm-hmm. doing my own social media. It wasn't necessarily as a career. I was just doing it cause I wanted followers. I was like, yeah, this is cool. Um, and I was posting enough for some people to see me. I think I had like 6,000 followers on Instagram at the time. Mm. That was it. I didn't even have a TikTok. Everyone kept asking me if I want TikTok. I was like, no, I did Vine. I used to be a Viner. I'm not yeah, being a TikToker yeah. now. Like, I don't want to do it. Um, and there was this woman who kept messaging me from Word of the Curb, a production assistant, a production, a producer. What the hell? A producer at Word of the Curb kept messaging me, being asking me to come on a show. But the first two times she messaged me asking me to go on a show, I wasn't in the country. So I was like, I can't do it. Nothing I can do, right? The third time she messaged me was for a dating show, but I was in a relationship. So I was like, can't do it. Sorry. Like, and it was also a very toxic relationship. So I was like, it's not like I can do it and he'll let me do it. Like, it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. it's not happening. It's do you know what I mean? So it was an opportunity for you to get out of that relationship. Yeah. And it was also one of those relationships where we were constantly on and off. So a week later, we'd actually broke up. Mm-hmm. So I called the woman back. I was like, is it too late? Like, do you need someone or not? And she was like, yeah, we still need someone. And that was when I did the South London, North London back to back where the guy cussed okay. girls from South London and North London. So I did that. That clip went viral, like on their 
YouTube and stuff like that. And I remember one of my friends calling me. She was like, Cloudy, you know you're all over TikTok. I was like, what? Because I didn't have TikTok. So I was like, what are you on about? She's like, yeah, there's a clip of you cussing a guy from North London because he said something about South London. I was like, oh yeah, like I did the YouTube show. I was like, it's on TikTok. Because they didn't tell me they were putting it on TikTok. So I was like, what are you on about? She was like, no, random people are like clipping it up and getting millions of views. So I was like, fuck you. I was like, why is everyone else getting my millions of views? These are my views. So I called the woman. I was like, can you send me the snippet? I was like, I'm going to post it on my TikTok. Um, made a TikTok, posted it. Got 8,000 followers in two weeks. Yeah. And yeah. then I- They loved you. And then a few days later, Link Up TV called me. They were like, we want to give you a job. But they wanted me to be their social media manager because obviously they'd mm. seen the video and in the video I'd said that I'm a social media manager because I yeah. was I was doing PR and social mm. media for different brands at the time um, and still trying to grow as my own creator because at that point I was a bit like, okay, cool. If I, I wasn't trying to be a content creator, I was trying to be an influencer at that point. I just wanted mm. to have loads of followers because I was like, if I'm working for brands, it just makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. let me have more followers. It makes it easier for me to follow brands. Um, and I'd been working my ass off on my Instagram for years, but it just wasn't going anywhere. Like even mm. with my two degrees, I was just like, yeah, this, I was like, I'm clearly just going to have to become a Polish English translator because this is not <laughs> doing shit. Like, so when I link up called me and I was like, yeah, let's go in for the, I went in for the meeting and they were like, we wanted you to be a social media p- p- uh, manager, but now we've met you. We want you to be on camera. Mm. I was like, say no more. Two days later, I went into the K trap thing. And then since then it's not really stopped. Like a lot of people I tell, they're like, oh, you got quite lucky. I'm like, I got lucky in terms of that opportunity was really lucky, mm. but I worked my fucking ass off. Yeah, yeah, like, of do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I don't have two be. degrees for no reason. And I think what helps me as a content Good. creator, oh. I think what helps me as a content creator is the fact that a lot of content creators just know how to put their content out there and don't know how to do anything else. But because I have a background in marketing and PR and all of these things, I know what a brand is looking for when they're mm. thinking. I'd, like, I've been uh, to like, I went, I had a meeting with my management when I was signing with them and I told them that I use LinkedIn to get jobs and they were like, what? We were like, we've never heard a content creator talk about knowing about LinkedIn. And I was like, yeah, I use it more than I probably use yeah, my Instagram to get jobs. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, most content creators just don't know that because they don't have that background in it. And I was like, well, fair enough. Worked in my favor though. And now we're here and it's just not. That's so interesting. Stopped. A lot oh. of people think that I've been doing it for like five years. It's been two years. You've only done it for two years yeah. and you've come this far. What is next? I want to have a TV show. What's the TV show? I want it to be a TV show, to, a talk show, uh, but I want it to combine entertainment and like social issues into one because I feel like the only time that young people get involved within social issues or anything politically related is when it's presented in a lighthearted way like music or fashion or whatever. Mm. Like the time that most young people voted it was when Jeremy Corbyn linked up with Stormzy for young people to think. My main goal in life is to just make like things that are inaccessible for working class or lower socioeconomic background people, ethnic minority groups accessible to them. Like, because things like conversations about money are only kept for people with money. Mm. Conversations about politics are only kept for people within politics, even though these things aren't hard to fucking understand. Mm. They're the most simple of things, but people just speak about them with jargon or the longest sentences and just make them far too complex for us to understand. And it just seems intimidating. Do you know what I mean? You hear yeah. it and you're like, oh, too much to understand. Yeah, Don't want yeah. nothing to do with it. But in reality, mm. it's simple. You're really into politics. I am. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't, do you know what it is? I think I, I hated politics at first. I thought it was stupid. I was like, I want nothing to do with it. And then the more I got into it and the more I understood, I was like, this is shit simple, easy to understand. Mm. And I was like, and people are just making stupid decisions. I feel like it's just, it 
does impact the way we live our lives. Do you know what I mean? I feel like a couple of years ago, like you used to be able to be like, oh, it's just like the economy, this, that, and the other. Now you can't even protest. You can't protest. You can't do this. You can't do the other. Mm. Like, and people are getting surprised. And I'm like, well, if you cared a while back, like even simplest of things right now, the government feels that as if they they can ban dog breeds and ban people from smoking ever again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know those aren't necessarily like major political issues, but if we dealt with letting the government have so much power and just pushing off, pushing through stupid laws back in the day, they wouldn't be pushing stupid laws through now, but we've all been fucking pushovers and you've been like, no, it's fine, it's fine. It doesn't affect us, doesn't affect us until it does get to a point where it affects you and then it's too late. When did you really start getting into politics? Uh, when I was in my second year of uni. I had okay. to do a politics module for journalism. And oh, I, I, I love that. Yeah, and my lecturer, I don't know how, because my lecturer was so boring. He was yeah, so boring. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone would fall asleep in his lecture. And like the first year I had him, I was just like, I can't do this. Like, he said, Bunny, let me I teach think, myself. I would, I'd just read books. And yeah. then like the second year, I don't remember what, he told me a concept and I was just like, what? I was like, that's what that is. I was like, you stupid. No, I'd never in my life understood what first past the post really was. Like our voting system in this country, never understood it, right? Yeah. And I got him to sit me down and explain it to me. And I was like, this is rigged. I was like, this is stupid. I was like, stupidest shit I've ever heard in my actual life and i was like and then from then i got so pissed off at the whole political system of this country and i was like yeah it's bullshit i was gonna run for mayor at one point really that's yeah. what you wanted to do yeah i still might oh my god do it but I, i'm not doing prime minister it has to be mayor of london i don't care about the rest of the uk you know what one like, it's just too much to deal with do you know what i mean like what one rule would you put forward um investing in youth community like just investing in the community but in particular like youth clubs or just different activities uh, for i used to be in one of them back in 06 man i'm not i wasn't troubled i'm just saying like you know like after school I used to go to one of them youth club, yeah yeah youth clubs remember, a lot of the time i used to go to a youth club i wasn't in any trouble but i knew if i went home i'd probably end up finding fucking trouble because there was nothing for me to do at home my mum was at work i have to fiend for my fucking self do you know what i mean whereas if i go here yeah. they're giving me an xbox i've got friends i can they're giving me food drinks mm. it's better now now youth clubs are closing left down right ugh, left right and center and then you're surprised that everyone's getting stabbed up like there's yeah, nothing for kids to do literally nothing and you're also turning your back on them and then telling them figure it out like i think my biggest thing would be just yeah community investment and youth investment claudia thank you so much for coming on i appreciate for coming on um thank you so much i really appreciate it. i wish you all the best you're more than welcome to come back anytime soon we'll have a catch up when whenever you become mayor oh, <laughs> i'll give you the first you interview yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll catch me like one of the press officers be like so <laughs> how's mexico have you visited Mexico again? <laughs> Did you get more stitches? <laughs> Claudia, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to The Last of the Real podcast. Catch all the episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud and YouTube.